welcome to Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Well, we have a very special episode of Folk Roots Radio coming up. We're giving over the whole of the hour to a conversation with singer-songwriter David Storey, who's probably best known as the executive producer and director of iconic Canadian comedy series Corner Gas. But he's also a very good songwriter, and he joins us for the whole hour as we chat about his new album, Made in Canada, the follow-up to 2015's Coming Home, one of our favourite albums of that year. And David also plays several songs from the new album live for us. So settle down and enjoy David's story in conversation on Folk Roots Radio. Enjoy. Small time, back roads and a telephone line. Save a nickel just to spend a dime. Definitely small time. Another year has come and gone. Money is tight, but the family is strong. Put it all together, hope it doesn't fall apart We got each other, that's a good start The weather holds out, we might just make it
That singer-songwriter David Storey and his band, the Side Road Scholars, with Small Time from his latest album, Made in Canada. And that's album number three after his return to music in 2011 from a career in video direction that culminated with David becoming executive producer and director of the iconic Canadian comedy series Conagas. It's my great pleasure to welcome David Story back into the Folk Roots Radio studio. How are you doing today, David? I'm good. Thank you, Jan. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. You know, I didn't realize it was three years since I had you in the studio, which was around the time of your second album since you returned to music. That was Coming Home. Fabulous album. One of my favorite albums of 2015. Well, thank you. Yeah. And now we got a new one, which is we very do. exciting. Yes. yes, made in Canada. Yeah. yeah. Where it took us a while to, to choose the name. We went through all kinds of wishy-washy names like Northern Lights and, you know, Georgian Waves and and uh, we just thought what, you know, what's it all about and it's made it's not really I'm for those who uh, are interested it's not really a rah rah Canada, you know, kind of album. It's more of a reflection on on how I see things in Canada as opposed to a rah-rah, Canada's great. I point out lots of faults in the Canadian psyche in this album, I think, as well as good parts as well. It's interesting you say that because I actually described it as a small C Canadian album. Uh, Wonderful stories about Canadian life. We're going to hear some of those stories in a few moments. You're also going to be playing live for us in the studio, and I'm going to just let our listeners know that if you haven't checked out the audio from the last time David joined me in the studio. Again, that was for the Coming Home album. You definitely need to do that as well because that was a great conversation. I'm sure this is going to be uh, just as wonderful. So three years between albums, you've been pretty busy because I mentioned at the start of the interview that you have been involved with Cornegas since the beginning. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I guess I can't remember where we were at. I think we'd already put the movie out for Corner Gas before I did that interview with you. And you mentioned time. the animated series, I think, starting to come together. Yeah, and, and the animated series has now been on the air. We've Season one is done. It's been on there. It took us a while to get it going. We're halfway through season two. So I kind of split my time between Ontario and BC because we do all the writing and all the voice directing and all the, most of the voice acting and all the sort of creative post-production, sound mixing, color correcting, all that stuff. We do that in Vancouver. And then the actual animation is done in Toronto. So we, I kind of zoom back and forth, which is great because I, I love to play. And, you know, I play with a bunch of people in Toronto and then I hop on a plane, fly back to Vancouver and I'll do, I think I'm I'm doing Trees Cafe at the end of March and I'm doing the town square up in Pemberton. And uh, so it's, for me, it's great. I get to, um, you know, work on Corner Gas plus do a lot of playing as well. And you're quite happy playing solo as much as with a band. We'll talk about the band a little later in the interview. I'm going to mention this song now, the small time song we started off with which which actually has a great video and we're going to put a link on our website to that video and that was a video that you actually shot while you were coming back i presume from being out in bc no i was actually on my way out there i had been out there doing season one and the production had rented me a car out there um to get around to vancouver um with and uh, i thought "Eh, i'm just going to drive my own car out here i felt more comfortable in my own car so i drove from toronto to vancouver 
And as I was going along, I had the phone, the song on my phone, the final mixed version on my phone. So I would just stop along the highway or wherever I happened to be. I took a few detours, but not too many, and uh, shoot little scenes along the way. So I would just, it was just me. There's no crew, lighting, makeup, or hair, or anything like that. So I would just set the camera up and then uh, get the song going on my headphone and my ear wig and uh, walk out in front of the camera and just start playing it and all by my lonesome out in the middle of nowhere. But it's great because I shot some in Ontario, all across Ontario, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, lots in Alberta, lots in BC, and then just cut it all together in kind of a mishmash. And uh, and people seem to like it. So um, it definitely gives you a visual insight as to what the country looks like from between Toronto and Vancouver. Next time I'll do Toronto to uh, St. John's. Oh, that's great. I look forward to that video as well. It's definitely worth checking out the video. Remember, the song is Small Time. That was the first single from yes. the album as well. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm, I want to hold off talking about the band because we're going to get you to play in a few seconds. David's sitting in the studio with his guitar already. So we're going to get another track from the album. What are we going to play? Um, how about Chin Up? Which is the first track. And that's a it's a great song to start an album off with. I love that. Actually, it's kind of nice because you get Chin Up and then you get Small Time, which are, are really two great lead-off tracks. Tell us about Chin Up. Well, Chin Up is... Uh, I had a friend who uh, was not doing so well. And uh, so I wrote the song um, hoping that it would help her get through a hard time she was going through. And it took me about a week to write it. So I was, you know, uh, interacting with her and I knew how she felt. And then I finished writing the song and then I, I sat down and I said, okay, I wrote this song for you. This is going to make you feel a lot better. And she went, oh, I'm fine now. <laughs> <laughs> so I went, oh, okay. I played it for her anyway, but, uh, but she was already over it. So um, uh, anyway, so I kept the song. Yeah, well, you know, one of the things I love about your writing is that, you know, all of the songs have a story right. in them. I know that it, you know, you could say it's the, you know, David's story, the storyteller. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, it, that's one of the things I love, which is great that you came out with an album with a, uh, a Canadian theme to it. This is David's story with Chin Up from the album Made in Canada. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio. And I'm Jan Hall. Na, na, na. 
David Story with Chin Up from his new album, Made in Canada. It's just about to be released. He's got a few shows that we'll be telling you about a little later in this interview. And it's an album that he put out with his, I'm going to call it his new band. Uh, it's entitled, the, the band are entitled The Side Road Scholars. Uh, Dave is our special guest in the studio. Tell us a little bit about bringing the band together. It's always great, you know, getting, a, getting the band together. I know it back in the 80s. Uh, I was trying to describe uh, to somebody uh, your 80s band, and it seemed like you and you were in the new romantic movement or something at that That's time. That's right, yeah. You know, it's Canadian Spandau Ballet or something. Oh, yeah. It was a, that was a different time. Yes, yeah. the 80s were a different time. Um, well, this this band, the site, we were actually wanting to call the band, uh, they wanted to be called, and I like the name too, The Handsome Devils is what they wanted to be called. But we found out that there's already about 10 Handsome Devil bands, two of them in Ontario, and the other ones spread out across the country. So we ended up with uh, the Side Road Scholars, which I think is um, uh, plays play on words there. Um, but Laurie Ingalls, who plays keyboards on the record, and I've been playing together for a long time. And when I first started out around 2011, I was playing in Vancouver, and then I came back to Toronto, and I started doing some open mics. And... I wasn't very sure of myself, and um, I was playing away and uh, at an open mic, and he came up to me afterwards and said, wow, man, that's great. You really, you know, you've got a real knack for songwriting and performing. And that was the first person that had said that to me. <laughs> and I went, wow, well, thanks. And so we kind of hit it off, and we started playing together. And then uh, we thought, well, we needed to, uh, we need to add a... It's, it's really important that you... The people obviously have to know how to play, but um, they they need to be able to integrate themselves into your uh, scene, as it were. So uh, Howard, who plays bass and sings backup and also plays some pedal steel guitar on the album, uh, has played in a lot of bands in Toronto. He's a great guy. And I don't really... I write the songs and I throw out... Um, arrangement suggestions whether they're taken or not 
it's up to them. But they they kind of arrange the stuff themselves. I just write the songs and play them, and then they kind of pick up on it. And like I say, we I'll throw some ideas in there. But so Howard was really good with that. So he could find parts that really suited the songs, and great backup singer and a great pedal steel player. And then along came uh, Bob Cohen, who's a famous guitar play, Canadian guitar player from Montreal. He's played with. Uh, Jesse Winchester, and then all the great uh, French-Canadian stars, you know, Patsy Gallant and all those kinds of people. And uh, he moved to Toronto and was getting his feet wet in Toronto. He didn't know anybody. And I was down at the Free Times Cafe. I saw him playing with somebody else, and I thought, wow, that guy's good. There's no way he'll ever play with me. <laughs> and uh, But I talked to him afterwards, and he said, yeah, sure, man, let's uh, get together. So I ended up coming up to his place, and we kind of jammed out a bit. And then I had a show with uh, Laurie and Howard down in front of the uh, Union Station in Toronto. They have kind of a lunchtime thing there. He came down and joined us, and um, uh, it all worked out. It was great. And he again, we're all... How can I say this? We're all of a certain vintage, right? So we're not really out to... um, you know, destroy the world with our guitar playing or, you know, we're just, we want people to hear the music and we want, but mostly we want to have fun and get out and play and we want to do original material and we want to have fun. So well, it certainly comes through. There's no doubt. Oh, about thanks. That. Thanks. Yeah. And then, uh, Henry Lease joined us. Uh, Laurie couldn't, Laurie also plays in a lot of different bands. So there's a lot of times he couldn't show up. So Henry Lease joined us cause he's a great vocalist and could sing, uh, Laurie's backup vocal plus play percussion. And then when we got into the studio, the producer that we were working with, uh, Daryl Neurdorf, who has a studio just North of Orangeville in a, he had a renovated barn. Uh, he suggested the drummer, uh, David Joseph. So, and David lives in Orangeville, which is kind of close to where I live. And uh, that's how it all came together. And they're a great bunch of guys. And as I say, we all get to, uh, along together really well. So, And I think Daryl Newdorf also produced uh, Coming Home. He did, And, he, yes. and he's also worked with the Nico Case and he, the Weather yes, Station. Yes. And played yeah. a bit with Blue Rodeo as well, right? He did some work with Blue Rodeo. Yeah. He did one of their one or two of their albums. Yeah. And uh, he's done Grapes of Wrath recently. And there's kind of a small reunion, um, that band from Saskatoon, Northern Pikes. He did something with them recently. Yeah, he's a good producer. Yeah, yeah he's he's busy. Yeah, and yeah, uh, he's got a great space, a fantastic space. It's this renovated barn that he's kind of turned it, and it's really loose. And oh yeah, let's just set up over here. You know, there's no kind of blocked off wooden floors. It's it's all wood, but it's it's got a lot of character, and uh, it's really cool. Well, we should mention there's a great teaser video for the album. I'm a big proponent of teaser videos. If you're putting out a new album, this one I really love because there is lots of humor in it. David really hams it up and the band members do, but you get a chance to to look inside the studio. So go to folkrootsradio.com and you'll be able to check out that video as well. David's sitting there hugging his guitar, so I'm going to ask him to play again. We want to try and get as many live songs in as possible. What are we going to play now, David? Um, I think I'll play 50 Clicks. So this is actually in the vein of a sort of a Johnny Cash murder ballad or a Lyle Lovett murder ballad. I think set in Winnipeg or set in the Winnipeg area. Well, it starts in Lillooet, which is uh, outside of northeast of Vancouver in the mountains, right in the heart of the mountains, and ends up in Winnipeg. Ends up in- 
Yeah. And I was driving uh, on that trip. I was driving one time I was driving back from Vancouver to Toronto. I was driving through the mountains. It was beautiful peaks and river valleys. And I came down and, you know, through the from this beautiful, amazing, dramatic drive. And it kind of spits you out in Calgary. Once you get past Calgary, it just kind of flattens out. Now, I appreciate the flat because I lived in Regina for a number of years, but it's boring. So I pull over into the passenger lane and I was thinking, you know, people would pass me. Uh, I was in the slow lane and people would pass by me and I'd look in the window of the cars and um, I'd make up stories about the people that I saw through their windows. So if it was a mom and a kid, I'd go, oh, you make up a story about them. Anyway, I was looking through my rearview mirror and... Coming up behind me was a brand new, super expensive Mercedes, silver Mercedes Benz. And I'm going, oh, I wonder who's driving that. Maybe it's a famous rock star or maybe it's somebody, you know, it was a super high-end car. And he slowly cruised by me and I looked in through the window and it was this young 22, 23-year-old guy. And he was a mess. His hair was all a McKimbo. He hadn't shaved in about three days. His shirt was all rumpled. And it looked like, to me, uh, like, why is this rumpled-looking kid driving this expensive Mercedes-Benz? And then I thought to myself, aha, there's a dead body in the trunk. And so that's where this song came from. This is David Story with a live version of the beautiful song 50 Clicks from his new album, Made in Canada. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. All he has, all he'll ever bring 
my mind is clear I can see that I'm 50 clicks from Winnipeg I need a drink and my whole body aches Demons rattle around my brain But I'll keep rolling I know came in and stole my soul now I'm chasing the devil down a hole the old man warned me about the family curse and it's taking me from bad to worse from Winnipeg I need a drink and my whole body aches Demons rattle around my brain But I'll keep rolling I know where I've been Where am I going? I know where I've been where am I going? This is David Story, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. That's David Story with 50 clicks from his new album, Made in Canada, just about to be released. David Story is our special guest in the studio at Folk Roots Radio. It's actually the second time he's joined me in the studio. We talked for his last album at Coming Home, and we had a wonderful conversation. And we're having a wonderful conversation this time, too. Now, there's nine tracks on this album, David. Tell us a little bit about pulling these songs together. You know, one of the things I love about your music is that you you tell lots of stories. I, you know, I mentioned that earlier on, but each of the songs has a, a clear story built into it you mentioned earlier how that these were all songs that you know talked about you know canadian lives canadian people there's songs about hockey in here two songs about two songs hockey. two songs about hockey we're going to play one at the end of this interview so definitely stay tuned for that uh there's also a song about i think someone having some work challenges in toronto or something or? oh yeah no, that's uh um that one is that's the I'm gone. Well, song. Yeah. I'm, you know, I guess I can, I guess I can just fess up and say that um, I'm not exactly a spring chicken. So this is the year. Last year, I became a senior citizen. So that was a traumatic experience in my life, much bigger than um, turning like fifty or sixty or something like that. Uh, you know, I was starting to think, well, like, I'm probably going to have to retire now. You know, I'm not going to retire, but. I was thinking in the back of my mind, I'm going to have to retire. And i that's where that song came from. And uh, the chorus is, um, uh, going to get a pickup truck and a sweet old cowboy hat. I just might. Going to 
gonna get a pickup truck and a sweet old cowboy head. Build a home high in the mountain, disappear just like they had. Anyway, that's my idea of the perfect retirement. Getting a pickup truck and a cowboy hat, building a home high in the mountains and disappearing, right? And that, so that's what that song was all about. It's all about um, my desire to leave the busy life uh, in the urban centers. And, uh, and I've kind of half achieved that because I do have a place in Pemberton, BC, which is the next town past Whistler that I maintain. And um, when I'm in BC working on the Corner Gas Show, that's usually where I'm at. Now, sometimes I have to be in Vancouver for a stretch, so they'll rent me a condo down there or something, but most of the time I'm up there. And then when I'm in Ontario, I'm in Inglewood, which is a small town up in Caledon. So, uh, but that song, yes, is is totally my fantasy retirement song. Yeah, I was going to say, I was when you mentioned Inglewood, I know there was a song from the last album, I think, uh, was I can't complain that was yes, all about that's Inglewood. right. That was about Inglewood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing with David Story songs is that he likes to write songs about real people and and yeah. weaves a little bit of himself into those yeah. as well. I'm going to have you play again because I do want to sure. try and make sure we get as many songs in as possible. Okay. Now we've talked about how you you know cross country when you're heading out to to BC. There's a song in the album called Back in Regina that I think really oh, talks about the landscape there. And I kind of, yeah, I, yeah. I, I suppose I wondered, is there a corner gas connection in this area? I don't even know how close oh, well, corner Regina, gas was to yes. this area. Yeah. Uh, we, when we did corner gas, we were based in Regina. Okay. And that was where we all lived in Regina. So the the crew and the, the people that were actually working on the show were all from the area. But the actors and the writers and myself, we were all kind of came in. And Brent is, Brent Butt, who created the show, he is from Saskatchewan. He's from Tisdale, Saskatchewan, which is up near Saskatoon. And um, That's not one of those, space, those places you spit when you say it or anything, is it? No, no, that's Willerton. <laughs> Willerton. Although I think people, probably people in... Uh, in uh, uh, in some towns up there, definitely. I definitely do that. If, if yeah. Tisdale people are talking about Saskatoon, I'm sure they probably yeah, that was Saskatoon and then spit. Yeah. yeah, one of the fun things about that show. Yeah. So, yeah, so we were all based in Regina and uh, we were there for a number of years because, I mean, off and on, we would I would get there beginning of April and I'd leave usually the end of October. That's how long it took to shoot and edit the season. And we did six seasons, so I was, and plus Brent and I had scouted and uh, spent a year there prepping everything to get it going. So I got to know Regina really well, and I think a lot of people kind of drive through the prairies, and all they see is the flatness, and they kind of yawn and move on. But I really got to know the people and uh, and the landscape, and it's a beautiful place. It really is a beautiful place especially in the summertime. It's just incredible. And, uh, you know, the wheat, it's like you're on a big ocean because the wheat starts to blow and it's like waves. And we would spend a lot of time in the small town called Rolo, which is about 45 minutes southwest of Regina. And that was Dog River. That was the town that we used to substitute for Dog River. So we would spend a lot of time out there. And the sunsets and the sun and this, uh, it's just incredible. Big sky country, they call it. That's where the song came from. And a lot of people uh, that I knew uh, that uh, that were from there, that worked there, you know, they would always try and get out. You know, they um, oh, I'm going to Mexico or I'm going here or there. And you'd think that they'd be gone forever, but they always returned. So that's what this song's about. This is David Story with 
back in Regina from the new album Made in Canada. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. in Regina again Drinking beer on the plains with my friends Around the whole world I've been But I never fit in Back in Regina again I've been to Peru and to France Upon the great wall I have danced The big sky's a sight to see It runs deep inside of me It's with me wherever I chance Well, I'm back in Regina again Drinking beer on the plains with my friends Around the whole world I've been But I never fit in well, I'm back in China again Some folks, they say it's too flat And I know there's more to it than that You can see trouble coming Hundred miles running It'll never sneak up at your back Well, I'm back in Regina again Drinking beer on the plains with my friends Around the whole world I've been But I never fit in Back in Regina, back in Regina, back in Regina again. That's David Story with a live version of Back in Regina from his new album, Made in Canada. David Story is our special guest in the studio at Folk Roots Radio today. Now, that song on the album has... Some beautiful keyboards on it as well, doesn't it? From yes, Laurie that's Ingalls. Laurie Ingalls. Yes, he really uh, stepped up on uh, and played some great stuff on that. Yeah, yeah, and it's the, a really good version. Yeah, yeah and he um, actually that's I think Small Time is the one. Actually, Chin Up is and Small Time seem to be getting a lot of airplay, but a lot of people have been playing back in Regina, which kind of surprised me because obviously it's getting played um, in uh, Saskatchewan. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was surprised about, you know, some of the play that it's getting in, like, Quebec and Ontario. I was really surprised yeah, by that. A, yeah, it's a great song. Oh, thanks. So the album is done. You have mm. the band, and you have some dates coming up, balancing the band and the, the solo show. When you're away from the big smoke, I mean, you yeah. you were playing solo. Obviously, it, it's a lot 
different experience. Would you always prefer to play with a band if you could, or do you you like the fact that you get to mix it up? Well, I I to be honest, I like the com- camaraderie of playing in a band. Um, because, uh, you know, when I was doing, I, I don't do that. Well, I don't do any more really on set directing anymore. Um, I'm doing, uh, we just do stuff in the studio, voice recording in the studio. But when you're doing the on set directing, a big part of the fun of it is the camaraderie that you have with the crew and the people. And I get that with the band when I'm, you know, when I'm playing with them, we all have a lot of fun and I might mess up or somebody else might mess up a bit and we but we just kind of laugh it off and keep going and have fun and you know we're all as I mentioned of the same vintage so we have the same interests and uh our you know our jokes resonate and uh so yeah it's a lot of fun and I but I also like playing solo I just did a solo gig at the town square in Pemberton and um that was a lot of fun. There, you know, there wasn't a lot of people there. There was maybe 25, 30 people, but we had a lot of fun. I got them singing along. And um, yeah, I like playing solo as well. When you're playing solo, you can kind of, I find, get into the headspace of the song a little bit more. So you can, I like to kind of close my eyes and play the story of the song in my head as I'm, as I'm singing it. But when you're playing with a band, it's a lot different because you're, you know, interacting with other people and that uh, it's a different experience. And Aaron Roots is uh, a showcase that's put on through the Aaron radio station in Aaron, the wonderful radio station that you can hear Folk Roots Radio on. That is going to be March the 23rd, which is a Saturday. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that gig. I'm looking forward to that because that's going to be the whole band again. And uh, and that's really close to, to home, close to where I live in Inglewood. And so a lot of my uh, friends and family are going to be there. So it's, it is a little nerve wracking because when I'm, you know, at Winter Folk and some of these other shows, it's for, you know, people uh, who come out to see me play and, or, and like the music. And But when you're playing in front of your hometown crowd, it's a little more <laughs> nerve wracking. But it'll still, it's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be great. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And Jay and the people at, uh, at the uh, Radio Aaron are really great to sponsor this show. I mean, and it's not just me that, they've, that they've, they're putting on over the, their season. I think they have like five or six other acts uh, from around the area. I think right, they're that's all right. Close. Really promoting people yeah. who are, uh, you know, fairly close, but, but also have, yeah, there's you some, know, some, produce really great music. Yeah, there's some peep, some uh, musicians from uh, Guelph and from other places. But on March 23rd, it's going to be David Story and the Side Road Scholars. We're going to play uh, two full sets, you know, between 7.30 and 9.30. And um, it's a great venue. The Bush Home Inn is a great venue. I used to play there way back when I was in my late teens, early 20s. I used to play in a like a sort of a Charlie Daniels slash um, uh, sort of country rock, Almond Brothers, that kind of thing, band uh, back in the late 70s. And uh, we used to play there all the time. And now here I am full circle, I don't know, 40 years later or whatever, um, even longer, 45 years later, still playing the same place, but under different circumstances. And uh and all original material as opposed to before we were just doing cover tunes when I was younger. So if you want to check out the information for that show, remember that Saturday, March the 23rd, Erin Radio presents Erin Roots at the Bush Home and Erin, as David mentions, fabulous venue, great opportunity to hear some lovely music. And who knows, you may get hooked in and go to all the shows. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's great. We're going to squeeze in one more live song because you're still hugging that guitar. I am, yes. I want you to play Someday because that is a very beautiful song. And tell us a story about that song. Um, Well, we... um, I play in uh, one of the correctional institutes, which I won't name, in in, uh, Ontario. And uh, we have a little band and uh, we go in and play with the inmates or jam with the inmates. And the name of our band is, we're called Folk on the Inside. <laughs> so very original name there. And uh, we go in and basically we sit in a line and uh, there's a space between us. And then on the other side of the space and chairs are the, are the inmates. And they're all kind of dressed in orange and uh, we're in regular clothes. And, uh, you know, when you first sit down, you're kind of looking at these other guys all dressed in orange and you're wondering what they've done. And, you know, they're wondering who you are. And we're, we're not allowed to ask them why they're in there. And they're not allowed to ask us what our last names are. So um, there are some rules and we're not allowed to, um, for example, lend them a pick. Because, you know, God knows they could take that pick and start to tunnel out of the jail, if, <laughs> if, you, if you know what I mean. And then they, um, but, so anyways, we start playing. We, we play a combination. Sometimes we do originals. They, and there's lots of great songwriters, singers from, that are inmates. And, uh, and, and sometimes we do nothing but Johnny Cash. You know, it depends on what we're doing. So, but at the beginning, you're kind of looking at these guys and they're like, you know, right out of central casting. I wonder what that guy did and what that guy did. And But by the end of the night, like, we're all just one big happy crew playing music. And you forget about the orange suits and who's done what and who's who. And um, it's really an incredible experience. And it's like, the end of the night, I feel like I could have gone to high school with all these guys. And uh, that's what music will do, you know. And uh, it's a really healing experience i think for everybody including us uh, as well as them and uh so i wrote the song for those guys um and um goes like this this is david story with a live version of someday from the album made in canada you're listening to folk roots radio and i'm jan hall Cigarettes in unmade beds and empty coffee cups Dusty boots and dirty jeans Pennies in the couch Day-old fries for breakfast Double-double on the go Busted engines, fickle females Wages up in smoke Someday my time come and someday I'll surprise everyone cause I am more than all that I've become someday my time will come money Martin Lotto Max Shooters, bongs, and beer Trouble's always round the corner Nothing changes here There is a path to glory But I don't have the key So set the dice to tumble in 
That's David Story with a live version of Someday from the album Made in Canada. David Story joining us in the studio at Folk Roots Radio today. That's a beautiful song. I love the fact that you shared the story as well. Oh, um, that's, that's it's it's really good to see people giving back. And I guess you are at that stage in your career. I mean, you know, you started in music and then moved into video production, you know, doing the Tom yeah. Cochran work, getting involved with Stomping Tom and then heading into Corner Gas. You're back doing music mostly. I guess Corner Gas animated series will continue for a while. Yeah, well, I um, I started playing music and uh, and I played, you know, pretty much all through my 20s and early 30s. And then, uh, you know, when you, we were doing fairly well, but we never got signed to a big recording contract and it didn't look like there was going to be a living to be made playing music and then got married and started to have a family. So you have to make some decisions. And, I decided uh, I was uh, going to try something else, and I started directing um, music videos, just small, low-budget music videos at the beginning. But fairly quickly, I worked up to doing, you know, Life is a Highway for for uh, um, Tom Cochran, and I did a lot of, like, hour-long music specials for um, Anne Murray and Buffy St. Marie and Rita McNeil and... Uh, people like that and uh one of the videos i did was for stomp and tom called margo's got the cargo and it was a humorous video a comedy video and it did really well much music played it a lot it got a lot of airplane a lot of notoriety and the people at cbc were starting a show called comics and they uh saw the video and said would you mind coming in and directing some of these episodes of comics and comics was a series where they gave a stand-up comedian a half hour to do whatever the heck they wanted to do so they had to do five minutes of stand-up and then the rest of the show which is about 20 minutes they could do whatever they wanted to do so most of the comedians were doing pilots for shows that they wanted to do and I got hooked up with all some amazing people, Ron James, Mark Farrell, 
you know, uh, Russell Peters, I got to know a bit there. And, uh, and one of the main ones was Brent Butt. That's where he and I met. This was in the early 90s. So anyways, I continued on doing that and the corner gas, gas stuff happened. And then um, I just got to a point where, you know, now uh, where I wanted to do something that was my own. And uh, because corner gas is very collaborative, it's Brent's vision, but it's a very collaborative experience and I wanted to do something that was my own and so I started playing music again just quite by accident and uh, kind of fell back into it and I you know I remember I went out and wrote 10 songs like fairly quickly only two or three of them still exist but I wrote them and I was living in Pemberton at the time went down to do a, uh, a open mic in uh, Vancouver at a place called the Wired Monk a coffee shop and I was scared because I hadn't done it in 22, 25 years, got up and played, and I was just hooked all over again. I mean, it's really all about playing live, and uh, to me, for me, anyways, I love going into the studio, but it, the playing live part is the is the fun part, the best part of the whole thing. And these days, I guess you get to enjoy both. Yes. Well, the Corner Gas now, we're doing the animated series. You know, I just go into the studio with the actors. I used to take us four days out in a small town outside of Regina to shoot an episode. Now I go in with the same actors. We go into a studio in Vancouver, and it takes us three and a half hours to do an entire episode instead of four days. And then it goes to the uh, animation department, and I don't really know how to draw, or I, I was never really in the animation world. I've learned a lot since then. But I don't have to be there, you know, creating every expression, making sure all the expressions are, are good on the with the actors and the intent of the scene is happening. The animators do all that. And then, you know, we put notes in once they're done to, to touch it up. But uh, so I have a lot of free time and uh, which is great for me because I can get out and play and do the playing that I am. And I'm going to continue playing as much as I can. And uh, I'd love to do, you know, I'm kind of half working on a new album. It won't be out for another two or three years, but I've got it started. And uh, so I'm just going to keep it going as long as I can. Now, that's great. If people want to learn more about your music, how can they do that? DavidStoryMusic.com. And the story is S-T-O-R-E-Y. So DavidStoryMusic.com. And there's videos there and the interview that we did so long ago, the three years ago, there's a link to it It's still worth a listen. And uh, there's... Um, pictures and you know bios and all kinds of fun stuff there's a lot of video um so hopefully people will pay a visit it's always a pleasure having you join me in the studio we're going to go back to the album for the final song and we're going to play one of those hockey songs yes yeah. this is a song uh it's called trout lake and uh, it's actually one of my favorite songs on the album. I'm not sure uh, how much airplay it's going to get, but I play a lot of um, what I guess you would call uh, old-timer hockey, beer league hockey. And uh, so this was one of the experiences that I had. And, you know, when you're playing hockey, you meet a lot of characters. And again, it's the camaraderie thing that I really enjoy. And so I was playing on a, a team and uh, I was playing left wing. The center, uh, we called him Moose, and we called him Moose because uh, he could skate fairly well, but he couldn't turn left or right. He could only skate. He could stop, but he could only skate straight ahead. So when he got the puck, and he was a big guy, he's about 6'5", 245 pounds. So when he got the puck, he would just skate straight to the other person's neck because he couldn't turn. And if anybody got in his way, he'd just blast through them. So it was kind of like a Moose 
you know, blasting through the underbrush, right, through the forest. So uh, we call him Moose. The guy on the right side, the right wing, his name was Dirty Don. And uh, I won't tell you why we called him Dirty Don. It's not proper for family consumption, except to say that he was a retired teacher. I will tell you that. Oh, there you are. <laughs> Those teachers. Yep. I don't know. Put a pair of skates on them. Give them a hockey stick. Watch out. Then we had uh, our defensemen were called Clutch and Grab because um, they basically, if you get in front of our net, they don't like to do any fancy work with a stick or any, you know, fancy skating. They just basically put you in a bear hug and throw you down to the ice or grab a hold of your arm and won't let you go. Uh, so we call them Clutch and Grab. And then they call me the garbage man because I just basically stay in front of the opposition's net and uh, wait for a pass and then dump in the, I get all the garbage goals, the rebounds and... It, and that's what happens in this song, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So the song not is to give about... The, not to give the game away here, but... Yeah. So the song is about the, my experience and some of the characters that I've met. And, uh, and, uh, and yeah, it, it, it's about that beer league hockey experience. And uh, I have a lot of fun playing. And I, I you know, sometimes I'm, I can play two or three or four times a week. But recently I've been so busy, I can only play maybe once every two weeks or so. But uh, it's a great... It's a lot, it's, you know, especially if you're playing with kind of people your own age, it's a lot of fun. And you get to score a goal. And I got to score a goal. Yes, in that, uh, in the song, I score a goal and I explain how I did it and uh, and the reaction that I got from scoring the goal. So it's a good tune. David Story, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, you join us in the studio. Thanks, this is Jane. David Story with Trout Lake from the album Made in Canada. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Enjoy. Scored a goal last night in the Trout Lake Men's Rec League. Pass from long shot Larry, and I split the D. Across that blue line, a wind in my face and the game on my stick. Only thing standing between me and glory was Butsy and his glove hand so quick. And the moon shone bright. Listen closely, you can hear it crack. Stubby Cooter chased me down with his taped up gloves and his toothless grin. And I made like Mario when I slipped the rubber right between his shins. And I cut to the middle and I let a wrist do fly. Popped in top shelf Way up where the peanut butter hides And the moon shone bright My little corner of 
Listen closely, you can hear it crack. Someday soon, this river's gonna melt, and everything will wash away. Right now, it's frozen tight, and I just want to. Said, hey, Sergey, where the hell did that come from? And the moon shone bright, my little corner of the world. Snowflakes danced across my back. And the river's been frozen six or seven weeks now. Listen closely, you can hear it crack. Scored a goal last night in the Trout Lake Men's Rec League.